I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hey, this is Rob Howe with HawkeyeNation.com, and uh, happy to be joined today uh, by Waukee. Um, or, or you're a wing, right, Peyton? Is yeah. that right, Peyton Sanford? Yeah, we, right. we call it a wing, yeah. It, it's so hard these days to and, – and thanks for doing this. We really appreciate you yeah, ha- sure. having you on. Yeah. Um, it's hard now because with positionless basketball, man, when I was – I'm old, but it used to just be, you know – basically point guard off guard small yep. forward power forward center and those yep. those terms are so obsolete these days uh-huh. um, everybody was defined yes yeah and you know the um the guys are so much more versatile now than when i played in high school it's not even mm-hmm. funny <laughs> <laughs> you know um yeah so how are you man how are you doing this has obviously been a crazy year for everybody um mm-hmm. You know, you got uh, – l- luckily, you got your high school basketball season wrapped up. But what, what's it been since, since then, just kind of AAU and, and just trying to get some – you know, trying to to to, uh, to improve your game? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, going into the – right when we got into the state tournament, everything seemed normal. It was like – I think that Wednesday, everything started getting shut down. And then we barely got in the state championship with limited fans, which was crazy experience. And then we were, I was really prepared for uh, an AAU season where um, I thought I could maybe blow up, um, get, get a bunch more offers, but obviously it didn't work out like that. So um, at the beginning of the whole quarantine thing, we started um, just doing a bunch of workouts with my dad, my grandpa, an AAU coach and then we just used our little small gym in our house and what I mean what limited resources we had here because nowhere was open and then moving into May um, our AAU gym opened up and we started doing some I wouldn't say team practices but like team workouts where everyone was distanced and um, cleaning everything stuff like that and then uh, come June we really started um, preparing to play because some tournaments were being um, thought about and we did, we played six or seven straight weekends, which was great. Um, Got a lot of exposure um, on baller TV um, just, and then just getting to play again with all the guys was, was really great. 
Um, how much do you feel like you were able to show? Obviously, a different uh, a different setup than normal. The, you know, the yeah. coaches are watching you virtually; they're not there. But uh, at least you got, like you said, you got you were able to get some exposure. Mm-hmm. Um, I know that the game looks a lot slower on Baller TV, so a lot of coaches won't really offer just because of that. Um, still, a lot of them want to see you, which um, I guess some of them changed that, but. From my perspective, I think I was just able to showcase my versatility because being with the the Kingdom Hoops team, um, we have a lot of a lot of really good guys, and we we feed well off of each other. We're really positionless, so I was able to play a lot of the point, um, guard big guys, guard guards, and just really show my complete game with how we played, how we were coached, and stuff like that. How much different is it competing like that in an environment where they're really, you know, there's, there are limited people in there and obviously it's a different atmosphere. You know, when you look over the sidelines and you may see, you know, a, a group of college coaches sitting there watching you, this is mm-hmm. kind of different. You're kind of, it's kind of like almost just like a pickup game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is like, usually you'd be able to feed off of energy from the crowd, from the younger kids watching, um, from just seeing the coaches watching, but now, I mean, it really separated people on who could create their own energy um, and just kind of kind of play without being pushed and find that internal motivation, which, I mean, it really showed who was, who was mentally tough and who kind of struggled to, to play with high energy. How much do you feel like you've been able to improve your game, even though there have been limitations? And, and in what ways do you feel like you've gotten better? Yeah, um, starting off, I think I've gotten – a ton stronger, faster, um, just overall more athletic during this period because this is the first time I've really been able to focus on um, just the weights part of it without having to worry about playing mm. and factoring that in. So it was just a period just for straight, um, I guess, athleticism gains and strength gains, which I think was awesome. And then um, I really honed in on just perfecting all of my strengths, I would say, like shooting passing and then continuing to improve my uh, lateral quickness and uh, ball handling, which um, I wouldn't say are weaknesses, but they aren't my main strengths. Um, added weight or is it just more tone and, and strength? Have you, have you gotten yeah. bigger? Um, I've gotten up to, it was about 195 at the end of the season. I got up to 210 over wow. the period, which that's pretty cool. And um, I think, my parents always say there's a notable difference in how big I look too. <laughs> <laughs> Probably yeah. making the grocery bills a little bit bigger too. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah with me and my brother, it gets pretty big. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, that's gotta be cool too, to have a brother that, you know, uh-huh. you, guys, you guys can, you know, make each other better. Yeah. And that, that helped during this period too. Cause it wasn't just on your own. We could still push each other, play one-on-one and still be competitive when a lot of others couldn't. What uh, what's recruiting been like? Obviously, the dead period started what I guess right in the middle of March, and and now mm-hmm. goes through September. So really, no mm-hmm. in person contact, no campus visits, just a different world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess it's a lot of it's just kind of like this. It's a lot of Zoom meetings, um, virtual campus <laughs> stuff. I'm actually going up to Iowa next Friday just to tour on my own because um, I haven't been on campus all that much, mm. but. I can't talk to any of the coaches while I'm there. Um, maybe see a player or two, but that's about it. Yeah. How, how many times have you been to Iowa? How many visits have you had um, 
you know, just to get to know the guy, know, know the coaches face to face and, and some of the players. Yeah, I went, uh, I've had two unofficials there. Um, one was in October for the Penn State football game. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the Illinois basketball game, which was a great game. So um, I just got to see how everything worked um, in two different periods of time, whether that's a game day or off season. So it was really cool to get up there uh, multiple times and meet with everybody and see how everything works. What type of relationship do you have with with Coach McCaffrey, and and how often are you guys in contact? Um, I really love Coach McCaffrey. He calls me about once a week, um, and then Coach Taylor and uh, Coach Dillard are in frequent contact with me. And Coach Taylor was actually um, I saw him at a bunch of AAU tournaments because his son was there, so he was allowed to be in there, so I could just kind of say hi to him, um, just get to see the face, which. It's pretty rare nowadays with all the Zoom meetings. So really? it was nice to get to just talk to them in person a little bit. Um, what is it about that the coaching staff there that you that um that you like? Yeah. Um. First off, I just think they're really honest, which I really appreciate. They're not going to guarantee a starting spot, which um which I like. Cause then when I'm older, sophomore, junior, senior, they're not going to guarantee a incoming freshman spot which i think is really important um they're they've stressed how much they really like me and um tell me i'm their guy um i can come in change the program help out right away which um if i earn it so i think just the more i've gotten to know them the more um they've opened up and that's been really great what have they told you is kind of their vision for you, Peyton? How do they see you fitting in um, both on and off the court? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Culture-wise, they've, they've said I really fit in with the guys. Um, a lot of them are like me from the state, um, played Iowa high school basketball. So being that hometown kid's really cool. And then on the court, um, I have a chance to come in and play right away if I come in and earn it during practice, um, which is awesome. And – um, once I'm on the court playing like a, a one through four, um, depending on if I get a rebound, bring it up, um, run the wings and shoot transition threes and guard, guard whoever's on the floor and just go with that. How, um, you know, what are your thoughts on their system? Do you, do you like the way they play and, and does it fit your game? No, I think it's, it's as close to the perfect fit as it can get. Um, a lot of guys that I think are really similar to my game have gone through the program, like uh, Utops, Weiss Camps, guys like that. And I think they've stressed that too, that guys like me come into the program and are really successful. Yeah, I see a little Devin Marble in your game too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. He wasn't as tall as you, but that definitely have that versatility. It's nice mm-hmm. to be able to move around a little bit. Yeah. Um, yeah. You have any type of relationship with any of the guys that are on the team? You, you talked about them being in-state guys. Yeah, um, when I went on the visits, I was able to talk with um, Joe a lot, um, uh, Wieskamp. Um, I, I played against Patrick in high school, so I've always kind of known him, and mm-hmm. um, we stay in pretty frequent contact. And then Connor texts me pretty frequently, just checks in with how I'm doing. And then um, a while ago, I had a, a Zoom with all the players, so I'm pretty familiar with all the guys. Cool. Yeah. It sounds like they're making you a heck of a priority, man. That's got to feel good. It's awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
obviously the Stanford offer is huge. Um, just an incredible university, mm-hmm. uh, part of the country, um, and, a, and an upcoming be- a program as well. Um, mm-hmm. What are some of your initial thoughts on them? Just obviously you haven't, you, you know, you're limited in what you can do to get to know them. Mm-hmm. Um, first off, I just think it's, it's really, it's a really rewarding offer for how hard I've worked throughout my entire life so far, both um, on the court, but in academics as well. And um, volunteering things like that because all of it's required to get in there but um, I don't know I don't know a whole lot about the program I've been on a couple of zooms with them recently um, and I, it, it'd be nice to get out there but I don't think that'll be possible anytime soon so just kind of have to go off what I know and I'm Alex Rodriguez and I'm Jason Kelly from Bloomberg this is The Deal each week you're here is in conversation with business icons this show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Things like that. And you were able to get out to Utah, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was uh, last October. I went out on an official. What'd you think? Uh, what'd you think about out there? I, I was out in Salt Lake City. I think the Iowa women played mm-hmm. the, out there about probably mm-hmm. twenty years ago. It's been a while. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like um, I told you, Peyton, I'm old. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was my first time out in the city, and I was just—it was just super impressive. You come from Iowa, everything's flat, and yeah, you're coming in, and there's mountains on both sides of the plane, and the city is like right in between the mountains, which is pretty cool. And then um, they have great facilities, great coaches. Um, when I went there, it was freaking cold. Yeah. So I guess I'm already used to that. But um, I, I really like the campus. It's it's nice and it's, it's different from what I'm used to. But um, I have a great relationship with their staff as well. And they've been there since the beginning. So. Yeah, I remember um, going out there. Well, I think it was 2000. It was the 2000. 2001 season i think mm-hmm. the, the iowa women played out there and i went out and covered yeah. the ncaa tournament it was in march and it snowed the, it snowed the whole time oh my god i know it was it snowed when we were there in like early october i was like jeez <laughs> early but yeah if you like to yeah. ski that's a great area to be oh yeah <laughs> yeah um let's talk about some of the other schools as well. Drake and Minnesota. What, what, uh, what's the relationship like with, with those schools? And obviously Drake is, is darn close to home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So the Drake ones, I think it's a little different than the, than the usual recruiting scenario, just cause me and Tucker are really good friends and yeah. we live about five minutes away from each other. And I'm at his house all the time and his dad's there. And, um, when I'm there, we don't really talk recruiting a whole lot. It's just kind of, just like a normal relationship, which I mean, I really appreciate him for that. He just, he's always been like one of my good friends and stuff. So, and then um, it's close to home and I think it's a really great place out for me as well. That's an interesting dynamic now too, that, uh, mm-hmm. that Tucker has the Iowa state offer. It reminds <laughs> me a little bit of the Doug McDermott uh <laughs> recruitment when when uh greg was at iowa state and yep. after leaving uni so yeah yep um 
And then Minnesota, what's, uh, you know, kind of where, where are things at with them? Uh-huh. Um, I've been on a couple of unofficials there as well, and I think they have great facilities. Um, I'm really close with one of the assistants, um, Kyle Lindstedt. He's just a – he used to talk to me all the time. And even did he used to coach at uh, Sunrise Christian? Yeah, he did. Okay. And um, one of my good friends used to work with him, so I've been talking to him for a long time. And once I got the offer, we – we talked all the time and um, it's really great to know him. And then um, I went up for a couple big games and it was a great atmosphere and super um, prestigious arena, which was really cool to see. Yeah. So how are you kind of approaching this? Uh, obviously we've talked, we've discussed, you know, in the interview that, that it's a different time and you don't know when you're going to be able to get on, you know, visits or, or normal visits anyway. I know you say you're coming to Iowa just to kind of get another feel for the mm-hmm. town and everything, but uh, how, how are you approaching this? Obviously, you know, you could sign in November, you could wait to the spring. How, how, I guess, how are you proceeding with this? Mm-hmm. Um, originally, my plan was to just take these fall visits and then commit sometime before the season. And I, I still think I'm going to commit sometime before the season just to get it out of the way and go focus on winning a state championship. But um I don't know if visits are going to be possible now. So um, my family and I are just kind of looking up videos on YouTube of campuses and um, seeing them on the Zoom call, stuff like that. And then um, we're making lists with what's important for me going into college and then just kind of weighing the options and um, narrowing it down a little bit. What are some of those things on your list, Peyton, that are important? Um obviously um a great relationship with the staff with the players you're going to be with them all the time um making sure that the play style fits um having a chance to to make an impact from day one but if if not um making sure that um eventually i'm going to have that chance to be a big time player um the academics is important um just kind of um finding the right major for what i want to do when i get older and stuff like that so, um, and then a couple other things, but as far as that goes, that's the majority right now. So not sure on a major yet, you, any, any things you're, uh, any areas you're interested in that are, yeah, that are possibilities? Um, I've always kind of wanted to be like a college basketball announcer, broadcaster, some sort like that. So, mm-hmm. um, I've talked to a lot of people and I, right now I would want to go into like a, maybe a double major in business and communications, but, um, I guess I'm, I'm nowhere near set with that. Any thoughts at all about maybe trying to go out to Stanford just to kind of get a feel for that area out there, even though you might not be able to, uh, to, to visit with the coaches? Yeah. Um, we talked about it, but I don't even know if their campus is open right now. So yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know how that's going to work. It's going to be pretty tough. You feel like not to get too you know, dig into your brain too much here, but is it hard to, to picture yourself somewhere that you haven't been, or obviously we all have to make adjustments during this time. So maybe it's, you know, it's becoming more normal for us to, to, to do things like that. Yeah. Um, if you'd asked me that question six months ago, I would have told you, um, yeah, there's no way I'm going to go anywhere that I haven't visited, but <laughs> now we might have to make adjustments just cause that's the world we live in. And, um, just go from there. What's your fall going to look like, Peyton, just in terms of uh, being able to, to continue to, to work on your game and then hopefully have a season? 
Yeah, so I actually I play high school golf. We got a really oh, good. Oh, really? Team. I didn't know that. What's yeah, your, so, uh, what do you shoot? Um, we won a tournament the other day. I shot a seventy-six up nice. in Mason City. Um, but we got a couple good players in front of me, so I usually play like the three or the four. And then, um, so in terms of schedule, that usually goes till about five p.m. And then we have school every day. So I usually work out in the morning somewhere, either lifting or doing something with speed and agility. And then after after golf practice, I'll either lift again or something like that, or just go up to the gym and shoot at either Waukee or Kingdom Hoops up in Ankeny. Do, do those do those two sports, basketball and golf, do they complement each other at all? Um, I mean, they don't they don't hurt each other. I think golf's just a it's it's kind of nobody really thinks of it that way, but it kind of kind of helps your cardio a little bit when you're walking 18 holes every day or something like that. And then I think it's just a good mental break from all the stress of basketball and stuff like that. So just go out and have fun with your friends because a lot of the guys on the basketball team also play with us. So it's, it's awesome. Does it help just being in, you know, being in competition? Yeah. Um, it always, I, I mean, I think golf, the, the coolest thing about that is it's, it's more of a mental game. So it really toughens you up mentally. Mm. So um, always being in that competition, um, just staying competitive throughout all these uh, off-season breaks and stuff like that, and then just challenging yourself to be mentally tougher, bounce back from from downs or uh, setbacks and stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. A lot of and a lot mm -hmm. of basketball players play golf, so that makes yeah. a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. All right, Peyton. Well, that's all I got for you today, man. Yeah, I really you. appreciate you taking the time. Yeah, for sure. and, Wish you a bunch of luck with school yeah. during these crazy times and yeah, thank you. golf and basketball yeah. and the recruitment and everything you yeah. have going on. I know yeah. I have a son who's a sophomore in high school and mm -hmm. we're starting online here uh, September 8th because of uh, the uh, surge in COVID in, in Iowa mm -hmm. City. <laughs> so yeah, um, I saw that. do a little work at home and then also yeah. the, uh, the, the, uh, the, inst the instructor for my three kids at home. So <laughs> yeah. it should be an interesting fall to say the yeah. least. It'll be fun. <laughs> All right, man. All right. Well, yeah. thanks again for your time, Peyton. Enjoy yeah, the rest sure. of your day and we'll catch yeah, up with you, you soon. Okay. For sure. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Bye.